Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I'm pretty sure this is take 45. Take two. (laughs) It's actually like take seven. And I don't edit podcasts, but we just had some tech difficulties. Yes, my microphone was too far away from my face, which means you folks would have been able to heard me. Well, you and we had we had some some computer challenges. Yeah, and I had to open up the dryer. Lots of things. Yeah, lots of things going on. But welcome back to the show. Yay! It's Saturday, which means <sighs> we got your questions. And I'm here. You are here. Thank yes. you for being here. Yes, you're welcome. Thank yeah. you for having me. We are going to switch up the giveaway this week. Because I love giving away the Changemakers Journal because I'm, I'm just super excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm super excited about like hearing the feedback and, and all of that great stuff. Absolutely. Um, but somebody inspired me today to give away the plant-based chocolate protein that I use every morning. For those of you who follow me on Instagram, you probably are tired of seeing my beer mug. Actually, it's beer glass. It's just a pint glass. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Sam Adams then, I'm sure. Yeah, the tall one with the, you know, the stripes, and it says... Sam Adams? I don't know what it says. Anyway, (laughs) I post it most days because that's my breakfast five or six days a week. Yeah. Is a plant-based protein shake that I put some nut butter in, and I put frozen cauliflower rice in, and I posted something the other day that was like, do you put frozen cauliflower rice in your smoothie? And I got so many questions where people were like, that sounds disgusting. I wouldn't want my breakfast to taste like cauliflower. Cauliflower's got no flavor. You don't taste it. I mean, obviously, I think if you put like three cups of cauliflower and a non-flavored protein, it would probably be disgusting. Three cups of cauliflower and water? Yeah, you're going to taste cauliflower. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I use a chocolate protein. They also have a vanilla but I use a really good chocolate protein, and I do the frozen cauliflower rice. I do some unsweetened almond milk, but you could do water. You could do any nut milk. Sometimes I do cashew milk. Um, and it's freaking amazing. It is so amazing. So that's what we're going to give away today. We're going to give away the um, chocolate plant-based protein powder. Lucky people. Yeah. You know, I think back to when I when I was probably college, early 20s, when I tried every diet under the sun – because I was desperate to lose weight and I would like try those ready to drink protein drinks that just tasted like, like chemicals. Like they were so disgusting. I wouldn't know. No. Cause you would never drink something like that. <laughs> you never had like, I don't want to throw a name out there, but you never went into a, ga- a gas station and got like muscle milk, something like that. Muscle milk's not bad, but no. I don't get it. Like I'm not getting it as like a diet thing. I'm like, mm, muscle milk, I'll take it. Blech, blech. But I love this one and you do too. You drink yeah, this. It's, it's yeah. good. All right, so that's what we're going to give away. We will announce the winner at the end of the show. Excellent. And for now, your questions. Excellent. How do I get out of my own way? Is that the first question? Yeah. Did you submit that question? I did not. Okay. Don't want to get out of my own way. Plant yourself like a tree and tell everyone else they got to (laughs) move. 
<laughs> well then, <laughs> folks, you heard it here. <laughs> yeah, everybody else is the problem. Uh, <laughs> how do you get out of your own way? Well, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Thanks for coming. This is the Chris Show. Um, this goes back, I think we might have talked about this last weekend, how we have to start with specificity. Last weekend, we talked about specificity and structure. This is one where specificity is so important. Don't generalize, I can't get out of my own way, or I'm always in my own way, or I'm the only thing keeping myself from my goals, because that is just way too general to be helpful in any way. So be very specific. For example, if you and I were sitting down together and we were going to work together and you said this to me, how do I get out of my own way? The first question I would ask you is, how are you getting in your own way? Like, what does that look like? And you might say, oh, self-sabotage, or I'm not following through, or I'm not being consistent. And I would stop you right there and I would say, I need you to be specific. So let's look at yesterday. Let's look at yesterday. What did you do yesterday that would fall under how you classify this as getting in your way, right? We have to be very, very specific. And a lot of folks are frustrated, not because the problem is insurmountable, but because they don't have clarity on it. And so the solution is tough to figure out because the problem is so ambiguous. It's kind of like, I don't know, I, I don't... I won't be able to nail a specific quote here, but this, this concept that I see used so much that solving the problem is so much about like figuring out exactly what it is first. Like the solution requires that you define the problem very well. And when I hear something like this, this is the problem not defined well at all, right? So if I look back at some of my own behavior and whether it is something like, um, when I was really struggling with my weight or when I wasn't going to the gym consistently or when I wasn't taking action towards a financial goal, it's not enough to just say, I'm the one getting in my own way. Well, yeah, okay, how? So if I looked at my spending, it would be things like I didn't have a budget or I made excuses around my budget, exceptions, I wasn't realistic. You know, it's funny, like maybe four or five days ago, I posted in the Changemakers Journal Facebook group, which is just for people who have the journal so we can kind of support each other and share what's working and what's not working, what we're doing, our progress, how we use it. And I posted a picture to give a sense of like, hey, my journal at Super Pregnant About to Pop looks very, very different than it did six months ago. Here's what it looks like. And somebody said, I love how realistic it is for somebody who's at the end of their pregnancy. And I said, look, your journal should be realistic for you every single day. If you're setting yourself up for a day that at the get you know isn't realistic, that is a problem. And I think the same is very, very true here. You have to know exactly what you want to change specifically. So you can do it looking at yesterday to try and kind of learn, these are some things I do that are often what I would call getting in my own way, and I'm willing to say no to this one today. I'm willing to avoid this one today. Or you can look at it in terms of like, okay, given what I have going on today, I have a lunch meeting, I have a dinner date, I have, you know, seven things on my work to-do list and 14 things on my home to-do list, what are the ways that I might get in my own way today? 
all right, maybe it's that I'm going to spend time at work on Facebook instead of getting my projects done. Is that one you're willing to avoid today? You might also look at, okay, maybe there's 10 ways or 10 things you're doing to get in your own way. Is there one of them that you're willing to limit today? Or is there one of them that seems to be the most egregious, the most offensive, the one that is holding you back the most? So I don't know the answer here because you don't know the problem or haven't communicated the problem specifically enough. So what I would challenge you to do is really dive into the specificity. How am I getting in my own way? Or if I wasn't getting in my own way, what would that look like? If that wasn't a problem for me at all, what would be different? How would my choices be different? How would my days be different? How would my week look different? And then from there, pick one thing to act on and proceed accordingly. Why are y'all smiles over there? <laughs> it's just because how do I get out of my own way? And you said, you know, define what the problem is. And I was all I could think of was, I'm vague. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally like talking and he's over here giggling and I'm like, are you watching YouTube videos right now? Like, what are you doing? He's giggling and you're just. I'm just cracking myself up. I'm sorry. That's a gift. And I'm honestly like shooting him looks like, what the hell is so funny over there? They were not good looks. They were daggers. What is the deal? Yeah. Like, I just don't understand because I'm sure he's, you know, watching goat videos on YouTube, which by the way, my cousin sent me the. Was it a dinosaur head on a goat? Oh, God, I love it. We're finding them. We We have to get those. Wait for goat videos, guys. And we got to get the little Tyrannosaurus arms for the chickens. (laughs) And I told Chris, so if you have no idea what we're talking about, we have goats, we have chickens. And my cousin sent me this TikTok video of a goat with like a costume head on. Triceratops. Yeah, Triceratops uh, dinosaur head on the goat. And it's freaking hysterical. So I show it to Chris, and he's also shown me ones before where you have these little, like, T-Rex arms that you put on your chickens. And I said, that would make me go viral. It's not anything that has to do with, like, substance. But you get some funny animal videos, and you're all of a sudden a multimillionaire. You know? That's all it takes. So we got to find those. Yep. Next question. All right. Why do I continue to self-sabotage? Let's talk about what self-sabotage is for a second. And let me say this. If you feel like this is an issue for you, please, please, please check out my Breaking Barriers course, okay? Because we focus a lot on that kind of behavior. So know that If that is something you want to change, there is a resource available to you now. Just check out, go to primalpotential.com, check out the work with me section, look at breaking barriers. Okay, I want to start today by breaking down this notion of self-sabotage. I think we throw words out there and we don't really consider what they mean. To me, self-sabotage is... I intentionally want to hold myself back. I intentionally want to harm myself or my efforts, right? I'm, it's like subterfuge, right? I don't believe that that is what is happening when somebody is 
making great progress towards paying off debt and then they go on a spending spree or they've lost five pounds and then they go and they gain three over the weekend and they say, screw it, who cares? I deserve a reward. I don't think that's self-sabotage. I don't think you intentionally want to hurt yourself. I don't think you are intentionally trying to keep yourself from a goal. I think you're just focused on what you want now instead of what you want more. I think it's a perspective thing I think it is a pattern more than it is a problem. And I want to say that again because it's a big difference. Just because you have a pattern does not mean that you have a problem. If I used to do this all the time, like I'd eat really well Monday through Friday, and then I would be like, it's the weekend. That's not a problem. It is a pattern. That is not self-sabotage. That is just a particular perspective that leads to a choice that can become a pattern of behavior, right? If, if you have been on a killer winning streak with getting to the gym and you feel so good about it and then you think, oh, I've been so good, like I just deserve a week off, you know, that is not sabotage. That is a way of thinking that leads to a certain type of behavior. So what I would challenge you to say is, what is it? that is leading you to that decision? What way of thinking about it? Because just, I think last week or maybe the week before, somebody asked something like, how do I approach change without that restrictive mindset? Do you remember that question, Chris? I think it was a week ago, of course you The issue was that they were telling the story of, if I am disciplined, then I am missing out. Well, that's not the only perspective available. If I am disciplined, then I have more freedom. Then I have more options. Then I have more confidence. Then I have more progress, right? So when you come to that decision of like, I've been so good all day, should I have the ice cream? Or I've stuck to my budget all all month, should I buy the shoes that are on sale and not in the budget? How you think in that moment determines what you choose. If you think, well, I deserve it. Well, this one thing won't hurt. It's not a big deal. I'll start again on Monday. That is not sabotage. That is logic. Yeah. And it's not the only logic path available. Sometimes we think of like, this is the only way I know how to think about it. I rationalize it this way. I reason with myself this way. There's... 75 different logic paths for that choice. You just have a pattern of choosing this one that leads to a choice that's counter to your goals and you're calling it self-sabotage. It's not a problem. It's a pattern. So look at establishing a new pattern and that comes down to changing the way you think about it. Which, guys, that's what we do in the 12 Weeks to Transformation. We actually break down what you hear me talk about every single week. So it's no longer a theory, okay, yeah, but how do I do it? We get into the how you do it. So I don't think it's a problem. I think it's a pattern, a pattern that comes from your perspective. And you just have to begin exploring other perspectives. And go back. I'm going to scroll back here and see if I can see it. Is it the one about barbecues? No, no, no. It was. It was last weekend's um, Saturday show. So 878. Go back and listen to 878 and specifically the answer around like feeling restricted. That's a perfect example of changing your perspective. And that's what's needed to break out of the pattern that you're calling sabotage. Okay. Yeah. 
was not the barbecue question. Okay. What are some go-to phrases for I am the kind of person who can polish off a Haagen-Dazs ice cream by myself? That, that would be me. Mm. Not helpful, but thanks for I'm chiming in. I am the kind in. of person who shows up. True. So this question for anybody who is uncertain comes from the Changemakers Journal. So this, quest- this question is clearly from somebody who has it and wants to know some options of like what to put in there. So the left side of the page is like really getting clarity on who and how you want to be today. And the right side of the daily page is what needs to get done today, right? So on the left side of the page, there is a blank space where you fill in, I am the kind of person who. So they're asking for some go-to phrases. I'll tell you what I put in there right now most often. If you asked me in six months, I'm sure my answer would be different. But right now, it is, I am the kind of person who takes my time and knows there's no need to rush. Because for such a long time, I always felt like I needed to get to the next thing, you know, and I needed to get through this task so that I could get to this task, and I needed to get through this thing so that I could get to the next thing, and I needed to hurry up and finish dinner so that I could, and it was just always rushing, and I think that led to a lot of things. It led to feeling overwhelmed. It led to not really enjoying my days. It led to not always doing super high-quality work because I was more concerned with getting it done quickly than getting it done well. And it just gave me a feeling that I didn't like. So that's one that is regularly in mind to prompt me to slow down, to not rush, to not overschedule myself, that sort of stuff. I also very routinely say, I am the kind of person who stays in a mindset of abundance and possibility. Because especially in this last year, I have dealt with a lot of fear, fear around illness, loss, death, babies, all of that. I would say an abundance of fear. True. (laughs) But also, I have had a lot, like it's been a big year of business change and COVID precipitated a lot of fears and doubts and worries and, you know, should we do this or should we do this? And we, we got hit hard. And then on top of that, I wanted to make some big pivots and is this the right time? So I remind myself, I am the kind of person who stays in a mindset of abundance and possibility. Another one that I hear a lot of in the Facebook group is, I am the kind of person who gives other people the benefit of the doubt. You know, if you are somebody who always feels like somebody had an ulterior motive or they were, you know, coming at, they said something with malice or they, you know, wanted to be snarky or whatever, I'm the kind of person who gives people the benefit of the doubt. Um, I am the kind of person who works to not make assumptions. I am the kind of person who takes impeccable care of myself. I am the kind of person who slows down and considers every choice before I make it, that sort of thing. But because I know this is somebody who is in the Changemakers Journal, who has the Changemakers Journal, join the Facebook group for the journal folks because people are always posting um, pictures of their journals and examples and what helps them and what doesn't. So I think that's like a really great resource Mm. since you have the journal. Yeah. It's a great tool. I know. I feel like given that question, we should have given that away this week. But chocolate protein is one of my favorite things. Also a good tool. It is a good tool. I really look forward to it every day. Okay. Final question. Final? Final question. All right. I'm ready. Do I absolutely have to track what I eat to lose weight? No. Good. And we have a winner. <laughs> <laughs> no. We, you, you absolutely don't. Look, 
there are a million ways to lose weight. Some you of can, them are healthy. Some of them aren't. But I mean, you can make a, an improvement and lose weight whether you ever pick up a pen or an app or not. And I think you know that, right? Like, you could probably point to ten people that you know who lost weight by giving up soda. Or, or alcohol, alcohol. Or sugar exactly. Or like, and they didn't need to write that down. Now, do I think that there are tremendous benefits to tracking? And I want to say this too: when I work with my clients on this, it's not tracking like food in terms of counting calories or macros or anything like that. It's how much energy do you have? How hungry are you? What are your cravings like? How much sleep did you get? How's your mood today? Some of the benefits to that are really understanding your body because for the longest time, most of my life, I didn't understand my body. I could not for the life of you have, for the life of me, have told you what foods fill me up and what foods don't. And the only reason I know that now is from tracking. And that was so valuable because, for example, a keto way of eating, very, very low carb, and we talked about keto a couple weeks ago, but keto is not just low carb. Keto is high fat, moderate protein, very low carb. Very low carb to the point that, to be truly keto, you do have to restrict vegetables. That does not satisfy my hunger. I personally feel best when I eat a very high volume of vegetables. Like, I'll fill a a decent-sized bowl with vegetables, whether that's cauliflower rice, spaghetti squash, Brussels sprouts, greens with mixed veggies and that sort of stuff. That fills me up most. Protein and fat, carbs don't fill me up at all. Like, I'll be hungry within an hour, whether we're talking rice, potato, cereal, you name it. I only know that from paying attention. But the very, very basic answer to your question is, no, you don't have to track what you eat to lose weight. You don't have to eat healthy to lose weight, right? Doesn't mean it's going to be super effective for you in the long run, but do you have to do anything? No, no not no. really. Not not really at all. So, whew, a winner. I feel like I just took a deep breath for the first time. And this winner, I'm so excited, is getting my favorite chocolate plant-based protein. Um, it's in my Instagram stories all the time. I have a highlight on it if you want the details and all of that kind of stuff. But all natural. I'm a huge fan. It Clean. tastes great. Super, super clean. clean. Yeah, super clean. And it mixes really well. Like, it's not cl- ever clumpy. Yeah, I mean, we've made dessert with it. I think, yeah. I think we made a chocolate pudding with it once. It is Heavy so good. cream and that stuff. That Didn't really even good. add the sugar. We could have, but. Yeah, no, super, super good. So, who is our winner? Uh, well, our winner is at Crystal Loses. Now, I hope she wins, and she feels like a winner because she wins this week. But Crystal Loses. At Crystal with a K. A K and a Y, but I think most crystals are spelled with a Y. Yeah. It's not like Crystal, but yeah. Maybe. It could be Crystal. It could be. Crystal loses or Crystal loses with a K. Congrats. Congratulations. All you got to do is email Christopher. You are the winner, Crystal loses. Yes, you are the winner, not a loser. Email Christopher at primalpotential.com within 60 days of this air date. Tell him you were the winner of episode 880. If it's not within 60 days, I'm going to use it because I have it every morning. That's right. Tell them you're the winner of 880 for the chocolate plant-based protein. No matter where you live, we will send it to you. Also include your mailing address so that we can get it out to you. And um, three ways to win. Yeah, you have until July 15th. 
you can win a couple of different ways. You can win by leaving a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you in advance for that because so many of you message me and are like, I love the podcast. Leave a review. Really, really helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon or... Venmo Chris $50. No. Or leave... No. Post on social media. <laughs> it's not that at all. Post on social media. Tag me with an episode of the show that you're listening to or that you're loving. And you could win next week because we're you, you know what? you can enter that way multiple times multiple yeah, weeks that's true so you that's can only you enter can the review one time going, but yeah. yeah you're you're 100 right so if you've won before keep posting on social because you could win again right maybe next week we'll do edge nope what is next week it's like the end of may yep we're not doing it don't be greedy we'll do it again in, ju- in june sometime but we're not going to do it right away i want to get my fill first oh my gosh you guys i want to be the generous one, and he's like the curmudgeonly one. I'm not curmudgeonly. They it's can, a little they, curmudgeonly. They can buy their own. I know, but it's a little curmudgeonly. It's not. I'm happy to share it after <laughs> I've gotten my fill. <laughs> All right, everybody. Keep the questions coming. I really love diving into them. Have a great day. You guys are great. We'll talk have to you a good soon. One. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.